0: Hello, Dave. Uh, We've got a. Oh, it's become a little bit overcast, but did um, clear up this morning. We've had a lot of rain up here. Uh, The last seven days, 107 mils, 12 mils in the last 24 hours. But I think we're going to be okay today. And being Eagle Farm, the track dries out very quickly. It was a soft seven this morning, but no doubt by the time we get to the first race, it's sort of a, a semi twilight meeting today. Uh, The track's probably going to be um, probably a soft five or maybe even a good four. So no dramas with the Eagle Farm track.
1: No, definitely not. And a good card of racing. We might go through the seven races. And the first is over the 1,500. And I see uh, the Nolan Stable have got this short price favourite um, at 190 currently.
0: Yes, uh, exotic miss. Uh, She deserves to be the favourite. Her last three starts have all been against a good three-year-old company on a Saturday. So she's back to the midweeks. Her performances on a Saturday have been very good. Blinkers went on a couple of starts ago, uh, but they sort of had a bit of a negative effect. She's been too keen wearing blinkers, yet still running well. So Michael's taken the blinkers off of today's book, Talia of who uh, is a recent um, addition to the Metropolitan Riding Apprentices. I think she's only had two previous Metro rides, so... Pretty sure this will be her third ride in town today, and she's got a great opportunity here. I think she's very hard to beat, Dave. She's a filly by under the that likes to strive forward. She should be up there out of trouble, and that Saturday form should stand up with the favourite in the opening event on the card.
1: All right, so that's the first. The second today at Eagle Farm, and your favourite here, 340, is uh, Sir uh, This one for Natalie McCall.
0: Yeah, it's, it's won one from 20. Um, look, she's been very, very consistent, but seems to always this is an un- <laughs> state of the obvious, always seems to find one to beat, and that happened last start, and the horse that actually beat her, called Party Spirit, has since come out to win at Warwick, however, the race at Warwick was an open handicap it was one of those Magic Millions Country Cup qualifiers and Party Spirit won it beating the old horses, who'd won a lot of races between them, so the form line around Sir Blonde is solid. Nat McCall had accepted with three horses in this race. She scratched the other two to co- concentrate on So Blonde. However, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the market here with number three, Dave, duly elected, a mare trained by Tony Gollum. She had one prep, the first prep showing a lot of ability. She won a race. She was turned out, brought back in the early spring, and she failed. But um, the vet went over it and uh, suggested she had... Uh, um, cardiac arrhythmia, so they sent her out for a spell. Her recent barrier trial against Amathurba was a good measuring stick. Neither Amathurba or this, this mare were pushed out to the line, so that was a second trial, so I think they've set it pretty much to get the cash first up, so I'm going her way in race number two. Three duly elected for Gollum and Maloney.
1: We go to race number three on the card. This one at four o'clock Sydney time or three past four Sydney time. Superb here for Adam Campton is a 250 favourite in front of Omis Behaving, which has had some good support. It's been $5 into now 320.
0: Yeah, and I'm surprised that she's not actually the favourite over Superb. Superb, uh, a former Victorian, has had four starts with Adam Campton. Um, they've been on the Gold Coast Poly. Grafton, Gold Coast without winning, and then won at Mwilumbar. Granted, did win at Mwilumbar with plenty of authority in Class 1 company, but I'm sure her Misbehaving um, would probably boast even stronger form than than Superb does. So, I'm clearly with number three, her Misbehaving. Her two runs back have been behind the talented mare Bezique. She was only 1.6 off Bazik first up, and then last start, she ran ninth behind Bezique. However, it was a good quality Class 3 on a Saturday. Trainers seem to keep their, their better Class 3 horses for the Saturdays, the better prize money, and they're always good you know, form guides going forward. So that day, almost behaving, drew stall number 12, David. She went back to near last. She gave them a big start, but importantly, getting to the line strongly, as good as anything else. So they've gone the claim today, back to the midweeks, Third up from a spell. I think she gets all the favour. So really I've got clearly her on top here. Race three, number three, O Miss for Haven. Heathcote trains. Jake Malloy will claim three.
1: We go to race number four on the car, which anyway with Michael Maxwell looking at Eagle Farm. In the fourth, Maxie. Um Demon Darb here as a three sixty favourite for the Heathcote stable.
0: Yeah, former Victorian, and since coming to Rob Heathcote has only had the three starts, third win and second. He's got to run the trip, but uh, they put him out to 1,800 and 2,000 metres when trained in Victoria, and a couple of his runs were OK. But he, he's, he's found his niche up here. He's found the, the right competition for him, and he did bump into a pretty good one last start in Sacred Mission. Sacred Mission, I think, has got a great chance to win the wave on Saturday at the Gold Coast. So, Demon Darb was second to him, and in this particular race, I'm looking for horses that can race forward, and he's probably the leader, Demon Darb. The other go-forward horse is Lucky Exchange number two, which might be at a good each-way price. So I'm looking at those two, but I've got clearly Demon Darb on top here to beat Lucky Exchange.
1: OK, all right. Uh, so that's a look at uh, those in race four. Race five, this one at 13 past five. Uh, ever so clever at 370 is favourite in front of a first starter here for David Van Dyke.
0: Yeah, ever so clever um was at eight starts yet to win and she was presented the lead last start over this track and distance cruised along in front without any pressure applied to her and uh for chris waller and star thoroughbreds came from six lengths off them, 300 meters to go to run down ever so clever now lightsall lines up in the first race today so she happens to win and that'll enhance the form of ever so clever who um, probably should be the favourite here, but I think it's probably the toughest race on the card today, Dave. And the horse call, the horse that you mentioned there for David Van Dyke, Man Hands, I'm respecting because it is Van Dyke. It's a three-year-old by Sacred Falls. They're later maturers. Um, he had a barrier trial where he was very green and was basically eased out of the trial. And then he reappeared and seemed to be a lot more tractable. Now, although he only ran four in that trial... Um, his stable mate won at Remlap's Angel which is more like a quarter horse she went out there and ran really quickly so you'll see Manhans has beaten 10 lengths I wouldn't take too much notice of that he was just warming up at the end so he's a big market watch here and Maloney's taken them out I'm looking at number 16 for Chris Wadda a filly called Wazza Wadda trains Duplicy Rise now she should have finished closer last start at Doombin at the midweek, she ran 6 of 13. I think in what was a stronger maiden, there was more depth in that maiden than what there is today. Her excuse was that she was trying to get out. She was lying midfield with a bit of cover. She wanted to get around heels at the top of the straight. The horse on the outside gave her a good old-fashioned bump straight back in that put her off a game, and she wasn't able to, to regather. Um, so I'm, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Around a double-figure price, I'm happy to go with her. Race 5, number 16, Wazza, in the maiden 1400.
1: OK, and then we go to race 6 on the card. Your favourite here is super OK off that one win at Mawillambar, 225 favourite.
0: Yeah, it's a bit unusual um, for a Chris Waller 3-year-old to even go to Mawillambar to win a race. Uh, they put the money on there. The horse did trial particularly well. Um, Jag, Guthman, Chester was booked, punted down to a dollar sixty. led, but was pressured a fair way from home. Uh, the runner-up, Texas Fireball, took off around the outside and really put the pressure on super okay, and he really picked up the bit nicely. He absorbed that pressure, and he drew away to win like a pretty smart horse. He's a three-year-old by Harry Angel, but that was just a Mwilembar maiden. He jumps straight to the midweeks in Brisbane in a benchmark 65, which is akin to a Class 2. Now, the interesting point is that Jimmy Orman doesn't ride 55 and a half, even on a Saturday. He's out of limits. I have a look at his last 50 rides, and 56 is the lightest that he's ridden, and only on three of his last 50 rides he rode 56. He's riding this for water. It goes forward, looks the leader. The other pace, Boom Court, I just hope, um, you know they get the tempo nice these two, and they don't sort of race each other. And I just think on on what I'm watching here with this horse, he could be pretty smart. Super okay. Normally a no no maiden to a class one, let alone let alone to a benchmark 65. But I'm going with him. He's been well back to win and standing him out in the quantity. That's six thirteen. Super okay for wallet and Ormond.
1: And in the lucky last today at Eagle Farm, two equal favorites here binding. And uh, Moktafi both at
0: 4.40. Yeah, Moktafi's drawn wide. He broke a long, long runabout scoring last time. I'm more interested in binding. She likes it here. She's trained by Lee Friedman, loves Eagle Farm. And I thought she turned in a career-best performance last start when running fourth in the Burnborough behind a quitted. She likes to run along. She doesn't get to the front and hold up, so we can... We can establish that this race is going to be run at a pretty good tempo because Kipling's Journey likes to lead. Winston Smurfield likes to lead. But I think binding will eventually take it up. So I'm looking for a back marker, and I've come up with number 12. I actually had something on him on tab yesterday on an each-way basis. His name is Texas. He won three races in New Zealand, twice when written by Jake Bayless. He went around in the New Zealand derby, was four lengths off the winner, sharp and smart. And his runs here have been quite good, even in the Winks guineas um, behind Knight's Choice and Grabini, It was good. He had a spell after that, and then BJ Smith returned him the other day, and he was languishing out the back, sort of missed the boat, but got going late. So I can see a hot tempo here, and Texas just biding his time, coming with a strong run, and, and hopefully getting up for us at a decent price. So I'm with him. Other chances, definitely binding, and no going back. In the last, has got his hoof right on the till.
1: Okay, all right. Uh, so uh, do you have a best on the card for us?
0: Going 3-3, three, three, Omis-Behaven. Oh, and that one in the last, of Brian Smiths, seven twelve Texas.
1: I like it. Uh, look forward to catching up with you next week, Maxie. We've got a, a big uh, Magic Millions meeting on Saturday and, of course, the sales next week. It's going to be fascinating to see how it unfolds.
0: Yeah, looking forward to this Saturday as well. I believe it's a nice, drying day on the Gold Coast today. It's like Young Guns Day. We've got the wave for the three- and four-year-olds. We've got the nuggets for the two-year-olds. So the Coast Carnival kicks off in a big way this coming Saturday.
1: Good stuff. Uh, Michael Maxworthy joining us this morning on Racing HQ. It's just gone 11 o'clock here in Sydney, and we'll take a break. Thank Maxie for his time and be back shortly.